Welcome to this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here on WyomingAthletics.org, ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer. We're joined today by Athletic Director Jan Wilking, as always. Uh, Jan, busy Saturday it was for you this past weekend, and we're going to get into that here in a minute. Were you able to recover and rest a little bit yesterday before starting the work week? Uh, I, I was a little bit. Um, it was a really busy Saturday. Really um, proud of our kids for coming out and competing Saturday in and, and a bunch of different events. But, man, it was a busy day for sure. And we'll, we'll get into that right now. Let's start off with your uh, swim and dive in the league championships this past Saturday. Uh, good results for them across the board individually and uh, team-wise. Take us through it. Sure. Uh, on the girls' side, we end up um, finishing second. Oh, I'm sorry, finishing third. Um, had a couple of kids who um, were, were under the weather, so couldn't participate. But a couple of really good swims. Mia Hagenauer came out in a couple of events and really swam well, 50 free and I believe 100 free, along with Victoria Chesson, who's having an outstanding year um, in the pool. So the two of them um, and their teammates were able to carry the load. Um, poor Michaela Elliott for a second year in a row gets the flu bug at CHL championship, but mm. no doubt she'll be back um, ready to go this this uh, weekend for sectionals, um, on the boys' side, we end up finishing second. Had a couple great swims. Will Manone, certainly um, team leader, and uh, Nick Arash, um, again, really, really strong swimming. Connor Moore. So um, I think the kids were, were pleased. Um, I know they're going to start to taper here soon because their, their goals, you know, extend beyond the CHL for swimming. But, um, yeah, I think they were pretty happy at the end of the day. With a performance like that, not only individually but team-wise as well, what's your level of confidence for them to advance on as team, as individuals, as we move in toward the postseason? Well, you know, certainly when you look at just the diving side, um, Grace Courtney, CHL champ, uh, Pasha Gearsomchuk, CHL runner-up, I think both of them have a great chance to, to advance on, probably to Canton. Uh, I don't want to jinx them, but um, both of them really working hard to, to make that the reality. Um, I think that there's, um, I think there's some chances. You know, Southwest is, is notably the hardest place to get out of districts in swimming. Um, but you know, we'll see. I don't want to drink some. Sure. But, um, I'm, I'm sure. Let me say this: I've already ordered some hotel rooms and a bus to go to Kent. So hopefully that that all comes to fruition. We'll, we'll keep that just between you and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just part one of a uh, a very hectic Saturday. Part two was the wrestling team hosting the Wyoming Duels. And, boy, I don't know that you could ask for a better result individually and team-wise. The way they performed on the mats, they were not only winning the, as a team over eight other schools, but you had wrestler upon wrestler go unbeaten throughout it. Yeah, it was a great day of wrestling. Uh, that tournament's come a long way. When we first started, we couldn't even fill uh, weight classes. And now, you know, we have extra wrestlers forming kind of a secondary team with some other schools to, to compete. So great day of wrestling. I, I enjoy the tournament not only because it's right here in our backyard, but because it gives kids multiple matches on the same day. So, you know, the kids are wrestling four and five matches a day, whereas if they go to a bracketed tournament, they may only get three. So um, really great performances. Malachi O'Leary, named wrestler of the day, wrestler of the tournament, well-deserved. He had a great, great match in the championship over Baden where he was down and I don't know, did some kind of gymnastics move I've never seen on a wrestling mat <laughs> was able to flip over and, and pin his person. And that kind of set the trajectory to, to the victory. So very good, very good day of wrestling. How do they take that then and propel on to this week with the, with the state duels? 
Well, it's a lot like the state duels, um, so I think it, it really does help prepare them. Uh, we are seated fourth in the state duels, and we'll head out to Ross on Saturday. Certainly um, have an eye on on getting through that bracket. Um, there's some really good teams that we have to work through, and you know, starting off with Dayton Carroll. But I feel like this year, probably for the first time in a while, we we're strong. We have a strong lineup from you know 106 through the heavyweight. So. Um, a lot of good things coming out of our wrestling program right now. Absolutely, and let, let's keep on the the busy train on Saturday. Uh, bowling teams both in action at the CHL Challenge. Uh, take us through some of the highlights there. I know it's been kind of a kind of a tough go for both teams there, but uh, take us through how they how you thought they performed at the CHL Challenge. Well, I think Coach Wood is is um, optimistic. I think that he has uh, really tried to develop. I mean, we're a young team. We don't have many. Um, we don't have any seniors, um, and we are mostly freshmen and sophomores, so really just trying to develop them through, um, you know, this is the schedule that we're going to play, this is the, the different lanes that we're going to play in. I know Madison Bow isn't the kid's favorite place to go play, but, um, you know, that's that's where you have, you have to fight through adversity, you have to fight through when things don't go your way. So I know he's really working with student-athletes to continue to drive home that message, and uh, I think look for them to do great things, maybe not this year. You know, they're going to go out and compete this year, but maybe going forward as those um, younger students mature and, and go through what is the grind of a winter season, they'll, they'll, that'll pay off in a year or two. As you talk to the coaches, student athletes, in that in that regard, how how are they embracing the idea that it, that, that it takes time to build this program to get to where you want to be? Well, I think it's true with anything, whether it's, you know, an athletic program or anything that you walk into and it's not exactly what you want. Um, You want to make sure that you lay out a vision and that you kind of go through the step-by-step to get where you want to be. Nothing happens overnight. Nothing happens, um, you know, at the, at the snap of a finger. So there's, there's having that vision, there's being able to articulate it, but then especially with high school students, there's getting that buy-in. Who's on your team? Who's, Who's on your bus? Who's, you know, rowing in the same direction, and that takes a little bit of time to develop that trust factor. As we move on to a different different version of the hardwood, let's go to basketball. Uh, girls basketball sitting in third right now in the CHL, just one game behind Marymount for second, three games behind uh, Indian Hill for the top spot. This is a very, very busy week uh, for this team. You've got Northwest uh, tonight, you got Taylor Wednesday, and then you host first place Indian Hill on Saturday after a couple of nice league wins last week. Heading into this final stretch of the regular season, where do you sense the team is energy-wise with a, such a tough week they've had the past week, and now they've got three more coming this week? Yeah, our schedule in both boys and girls basketball is a grind. Uh, there's, you know, there's things that happen in our school that, um, you know, through through no fault of the basketball players, just don't allow us to schedule at certain times. Um, you know, we take a senior trip in in November. We have exams, which we try really hard not to schedule things the week of exams. We have, you know, Christmas break. So, man, their schedules get really compact in January and February, and I know they look forward to at least having some off days, the coaches and the players. Um, But the draw was yesterday. There was a little bit of a hiccup, I guess, with the draw. We were seated fifth. Um, They're going to redraw today, but we will still be seated fifth. And I know Coach Log um, feels really good about where we are and the teams that we have to kind of get through to reach the 
you know, maybe a district semifinals, maybe a district finals um, to really get this program headed in the right direction. Let's move over to the boys' side. Uh, a couple of nice road wins last week uh, at Madeira and at Mount Healthy, but the game that everybody was looking forward to was number one Wyoming versus number two Deer Park on Friday. That game was canceled by Deer Park due to, uh, I guess, rampant illness has been going through Deer Park High School, and at least that's the at least that's what the the word is. Illness is the reason for cancellation. Uh, is, was there any disappointment from the players themselves? I mean, obviously this is a big game, likely to decide who wins the CHL a regular season title. Did you get that sense from that they were kind of bummed out they weren't able to play this game? Absolutely. I mean, you know, th- there's games as a player and as a coach that, that you get your schedule and you circle immediately. And this this was a game. You know, we had multiple things built around this game in terms of community um, involvement with some youth programs, with some youth um, middle school cheerleaders, all of the things that, you know, we had tied to this game. Um, so not only disappointment, certainly, for our basketball team and, and those student-athletes, but really, um, you know, I think it was a letdown for the entire Wyoming. And honestly, based on the number of people who showed up here that night uh, from Deer Park who didn't know the game was canceled, um, a lot of disappointment and frustration from them. So, um, you know, people make choices, and uh, it's a shame that, that – that won't be, you know, that we didn't get to play on Friday, but we move forward. We had a great win against Mount Healthy and look forward to hosting a really good Finneytown team on Tuesday night here. How impressed were you with your team to be able to come back from that disappointment of not playing Deer Park and everything that went into that, as you said, both the game impact and the community impact of that, and then turn around the next day and go on the road and get a, get a good win at Mount Healthy? Well, I think this team is really focused right now. I think that, um, you know, they we definitely had a slow start in our boys' basketball program, and, and you could point to three or four different reasons why. Um, and that's okay. You know, I kept saying to Coach Rooks, as, as I do to all of our winter coaches, the winter season is a marathon, not a sprint, whereas the spring, the spring is a sprint. Um, but the winter season is a marathon, and so you, you don't necessarily want to be playing great in December. You want to be playing great at the end of January, beginning of February, and certainly uh, if you get the opportunity, you want to be playing great in March. So, um, you know, whoever shows up on the other team's bench night after night, I think that uh, this team is very focused on their goals. They've worked tremendously hard um, over Christmas break and in the off season to work on their individual skills. Um, and so we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, they're going to be fine. They're, I know they're looking forward to playing uh, Finneytown on Tuesday night. A busy week for the team. Finneytown Tuesday, Taylor on Friday, Monroe High School on Saturday. As we wrap up here, Jan, do you get the sense in you know talking to some of the players, you know, boy, both boys and girls, uh, basketball players and coaches as well, that they're starting to maybe lock in that extra gear that, okay, the postseason's right on the edge. We need to start even improving even more upon where we've been to get ourselves ready for that postseason. I do, uh, and I hope that the players buy into that as well. You know, it's it's hard when you're, um, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old, and, you know, this part of the season is a grind. I see it with, with my own kids, you know, just in the time that you put in, and it's easy. It's really easy to say, well, you know, we're almost done, and, and we're going to maybe not lock in and, and finish strong. Um, but I think that's one of the life lessons sports teaches you is – you know, it's easy to do that, but the people who and the teams that differentiate themselves are the ones that fight that and, and work through that 
and you know instead of counting the days, they make the days count, and that's what that's what they need to do. Is that uh, you touched on there? It's, it's a really great point with with your with your own kids uh, going going through the similar types of things. How do you balance that then, both as a parent as a, and as an administrator? Are you relaying like similar messages back and forth? Is it one set thing for the for the kids and another one for the student athletes? Uh, how do you balance that yourself? Well, uh, as any parent of a teenager will tell you, I know nothing. <laughs> so. Um, you know, I, my kids don't look at me as AD. They look at me as the crazy mom that, uh, please wash my uniform, please make sure I have protein to eat tonight. Um, so that it's it's a pretty, I don't know that I would say easy balancing act, but, um, you know, my own kids don't look at me as, uh, when I start to go on my coach's discussion and coach's quotes, I get the eye roll just like any other mom. <laughs> Do, are you able yourself to kind of unplug from being an AD when when they have athletic events going on and, and just be a mom? Um, I'm not sure. I've always been a – I mean, I've been an AD since they were born, so <laughs> I, I guess I don't know what, what a regular mom does. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe ask them that. <laughs> Well, we'll maybe see if we can get them on for a guest spot here, and we can we yeah, can get no. the, we can the get the answer to that will be no. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll try it anyway. Can you put in a word and see and see if maybe we can get them here in studio or something? We'll get the real scoop then. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know what that'll cost me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll we'll certainly uh, we'll keep tabs on that going forward. Uh, Jan, another great week in uh, Cowboys athletics, and obviously the postseason near, so energies keeping up and ramping up even more. We certainly appreciate the time and appreciate you having a little fun with us here today, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. That is Athletic Director Jan Wilking of Wyoming High School and this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.